When you're going through something that we're going through and it's difficult with a young football team, I think it's it's very natural to um, have people that are going to, you know, I don't, you know, not not place blame, not that anyone's looking to say, hey, it's this person's fault, but everyone's really trying to figure out, you know, hey, how can this team get better? But this one is is not, you know, this is really all of us, you know, that, you know, we all have to do a better job and we all have to dig ourselves out of this because um, it's never... It's never as easy as as what some people think. It, it would be easy if it was, you know, one thing, you know, you know, but it's not. We've got to do better at all of it. Everyone wants answers. We get that. And everyone wants someone to place the blame on why the Jaguars are one in five right now going into the season. Welcome to Jaguars Drive Time on a Wednesday morning. Here with Brian Sexton and John Osier. We'll talk much more about that. Doug Marone's press conference on Monday. And we'll look ahead to the Los Angeles Chargers game on Sunday. And I start off with John. I know you spoke to a Los Angeles Times writer who basically said, yes, the Chargers are one and four right now, but if a couple different things swung their direction, they could be a three and two team, maybe even a four and one team. They're much better than their record indicates. Yeah, they are. And most pertinently for the Chargers, they seem and they certainly believe that they have found their quarterback and rookie Justin Herbert. Uh, Jeff Miller from the LA Times, who I spoke to, made a point several times to say, look, several times a game, this kid does things that make you go, wow. He makes a lot of mistakes. He makes rookie mistakes for the Jaguars. The key will be forcing him to do dumb rookie things, which rookies do. But for the most part, they've found their guy. And why this is pertinent to this game is that A, he's good. And B, the Chargers, while one and four, they believe that they're good. They believe they're going in the right direction. It makes them dangerous, Brian. You know, when you look at the Chargers, I didn't, I didn't pay any attention to the standings. I, I just, I haven't, I've seen them in passing. I've seen highlights of Justin Herbert. I, I was surprised this morning when I saw that they were one and four. And you know, the teams that they've lost to, the Chiefs, the Saints, um, you know, these are teams that will contend. They'll be there at the end. And we're talking about narrow losses to the Buccaneers, just a touchdown. They, they went and they competed with those teams. And I think the difference is none of us would expect the Jaguars to perform all that well against the Chiefs or the Saints or the Buccaneers right now. And yet, with a rookie quarterback and a really good defense, you know, these guys are, are they're out there against them. That's the difference when you have your young quarterback. I think another difference is, yeah, they're one and four. And as the writer you spoke to said, they could be three and two. Where will they be at the end of the season? Their arrow is pointing up because of that young quarterback. Absolutely going to be a tough test for the Jaguars. Nonetheless, the Chargers have lost those four games by a touchdown or less. So they're competitive. They're in games. We'll preview that game going into Sunday as we get into big things. And big thing one is one dimensional. This team has not run for 100 yards in four consecutive losses and averaged just 89 yards in five straight games. You cannot win if you cannot run. So Doug Marone explains what is going on with this running game. But we didn't play well enough because 
you know, you, you think about when you run the football, everyone's talking about how great of a job the offensive line did. And when you don't run the football, then obviously, you know, the people that are involved in that are, are, are you know, um, didn't play as well. And I think that's what happened yesterday. Those guys didn't play as well, and, and Detroit got the better of us. Now on to defense. Big thing, too, is rush and cover. The absence of Josh Allen has taken away any resemblance of a pass rush the past couple of weeks. They only have five sacks in six games. We're not even close to Matthew Stafford. Last week, he had all day to throw the ball. Someone has to win and get to the rookie quarterback this week. Could it possibly possibly be Caleb on chase on? I think when you know when it hits, it's going to hit pretty good. You know, for him, meaning that when that switch kind of you know goes off. But this is some of the things that go on when you know you have young players in, in that position. So um, you know, we felt we'd get the most out of him. Um, you know, being just in the defensive end, working on that, and then gradually, you know, if if that role expands, then to expand it. But we wanted to get that done first because that was a, a high priority for us to try to get a rush. And now we look ahead to the Chargers. Big thing three is Justin Herbert. This rookie quarterback looks like a primetime player in the making. But he's still a rookie, and like John said at the top of the show, he expected to make some mistakes. The question is, can the Jaguars make him make a mistake? And if he does make that mistake, can they capitalize and turn it into points? We have not seen that the past two weeks. So let's go back up to big thing one, which is one-dimensional. And Brian... I go back to a couple weeks ago, we were saying the one thing the Jaguars had going for them was James Robinson. And now the past couple of weeks, even the running game really hasn't been there. And Doug Rome mentioned the offensive line definitely could have played better last Sunday. Well, we're getting down into the weeds now because this is another way of, of talking about what one of our big things last week was, which is, you know, the ratio. How much run, how much pass. Um, you know, they're going to have to use the pass to set up the run, clearly, because what teams are doing is saying, uh, yeah, number 15, you beat us. The Jaguars have got to figure out a way, whether it's swing passes, you know, when I'm talking play calling, because I have always said a good play is one that works and a bad play is one that doesn't. But with teams focused on stopping the run and making Gardner Minshew beat them, You've got to open it up. You've got to figure out what the right plays are to call early, to back a defense off enough so that you can run the ball. But the one-dimensional nature is making Gardner Minshew's already difficult job that much harder. They have got to find a way. I'm not saying they've got to run the ball a certain number of times even, but they've got to be able to line up on first down like they did on their first two first downs last week and get positive yardage four yards, something that sets up second and manageable, third and short. They find themselves getting into these situations where Minshew's back on third down and 12, and they just pin their ears back, and you can't expect any offensive line to hold off seven. Mm -hmm. Couldn't agree more, and John, I'll go to you for big thing two, and Doug Marone was optimistic on Monday that Josh Allen could come back from that knee injury and possibly play on Sunday. But it's to the point now that you wonder, okay, Josh Allen gets back in the lineup, he starts. Will it make that much of a difference? Because even when Josh was in the game, they still didn't have the pass rush that they wanted this season. Yeah, I mean, you hope it does. Uh, uh, Josh Allen, remember, in the first three or four games, he was not what like fans expected, but he was getting pressure. There were times against the Colts, he forced Rivers into bad throws. Sacks are not the end all. 
he was getting pressure on the quarterback. He's still being out two games. Leads the team with seven quarterback hits, quarterback hurries, whatever they are. So no doubt he will help. If nothing else, he does force teams to pay attention to him. Maybe that would free up Caleb on Chase on a little bit, who I think this year we can see he's going to be a three or four sack guy. He's going to be better next year once he gets an offseason. Uh, you know, but to answer your question, I kind of stammer on it every time that we talk about pass rush. I don't know that there's going to be major, major help. Usually when teams after six games have five sacks, that's what they are. They have to prove that wrong. Yes, they do. And we finally touch on big thing three, which is Justin Herbert and Brian. You look at this Chargers team and it's crazy. The storylines, the drama that happened with Tyrod Taylor, it's incredibly unfortunate. But I was reading about the Chargers and they were saying, you know, it would almost be stupid, even with Tyrod Taylor back healthy, to take a guy with a hot hand who's winning out of the lineup, despite him even being a rookie. It seems like Justin Herbert's in the lineup to stay. It, it, it wouldn't be almost stupid. It would be completely and entirely stupid. And in fact, I, I know <laughs> Anthony, he was our running backs coach here in the first couple of years of the Jack Del Rio era. Good football coach. Anybody who knows him would agree. <clears throat> Pardon me. When he said that Tyrod Taylor was still his starter, even after Justin made that start against Kansas City back in week three, I, I laughed because I knew Anthony. He, he couldn't have meant that. You don't take the sixth overall pick, the future of the franchise, put him in and have him play as well as he did that day against Kansas City and say, no, no, the other guy's going to come back. This has been Herbert's team since the, the, the last 10 seconds before kickoff against Kansas City and he, hot hand. I mean, he's got all the measurables. 6'6", big arm, he's mobile enough, um, he's courageous in the pocket. He just doesn't know what he doesn't know yet. But look at the weapons that he's got with Mike Williams and Hunter Henry and Keenan Allen. Uh, I know Austin Eckler hasn't been playing, but when they get a running game that they can rely on consistently, I mean, this guy is a star. He is a star. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know what else to say. But it won't be long, I don't think, before the best team that plays in SoFi Stadium is the team that rents it every other Sunday. Absolutely, and the Jaguars are gonna have to force that rookie to hopefully make rookie mistakes on Sunday as the Jaguars get ready to head to LA on Saturday to take on the Chargers. And we come back some Ashland Ask here on a Wednesday on Jaguars Drive Time. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. By Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good. Hey Jags fans, we all know Duval is a big place and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks. Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com. 
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Close right, close right, close right! Snap it quickly on third and ten. Stafford looks, looks, fires. That ball is picked off. It was tipped at the line of scrimmage. And Joe Schobert comes away with the interception. Yeah, Joe! I'll keep it. BGO3. Nice kick, bro. Thanks, man. That was cool. Supposed to be blitzing off the edge. Uh-huh. I was supposed to be blitzing off the edge. Uh-huh. Well, they quick counted us, and I, I was like, I ain't getting there. There we go, James. So I just try to play the eyes, get in the passing lane. See what? It worked out. That always makes me laugh watching that mic up flip of Joe Schobert and Trey Hearn at the interception going, hey, that was pretty cool. It was cool. Joe Schobert mic'd up against the Detroit Lions. You can check out the full version on Jaguars.com. We're back. Jaguars drive time, Wednesday morning, and it's time for some Ashlyn Ask at the whiteboards ready. And we're doing a little perfect world scenario here for the first Ashlyn Ask. If you could add one veteran, one veteran presence to a group right now, what would that group be? It could be defensive line. I know Brian wants to say quarterback, because a few weeks ago we asked if you could add a player, he would say Patrick Mahomes. No, obviously, that's a very, very perfect world that does not exist at this So, if you could add a veteran presence somewhere on the team, where would it be and why? All right, who's ready? Brian, did you quarterback? I'm ready. Safety. Go for um, it. I could have said anywhere in the defensive backfield. That whole group is so young, especially with DJ Hayden on the sidelines right now. But, you know, I mean, Jared Wilson's a young guy. Uh, Daniel Thomas. I mean, na- name him. I mean, a veteran presence at that position, I think, would help stabilize and help guys be in the right spot, especially with the lack of a pass rush. Um, I, I don't know who that might be. but And I don't know that it makes any difference at this point of the season. Um, you know, you might as well play with the guys who are there to go find somebody to come in and expect them to do something is probably a reach. But I think safety is a place where a calming veteran presence would make a difference. Not agree more. John Osier, who do you have? Well, I went with defensive tackle and I was going to pick safety, but I actually think Jared Wilson does a nice job with the veteran presence stuff. I think he helps them when he's in there. I don't know that he's above the X's and O's guy, but I'm okay with him. 
I think they'll try to upgrade everywhere back there next year. But defensive tackle, veteran present, better present, whatever, Christmas present. Just give me something at defensive tackle that <laughs> can stop the run, can have some stoutness. Uh, I don't know if that's leadership we're talking about, but the problems on defense all start with defensive tackle. Teams can run up the middle. You're not getting any pressure up the middle, so therefore the edge guys. Give me some sort of birthday present, Schlen, at defensive tackle. All right, I'll let Dave Cobble know that your birthday's approaching and we need to address that. I'm going defensive end. I know it's a sore subject, but I think you need more options there. Josh Allen, Caleb on chase on would not hurt to have another body that is productive in that position. All right, Ashton asked number two, what did you predict the record would be at this point when we were in training camp? We're a week, a week before the bye. We're in training camp. It's positive, happy. We're at home, but we go to the field and we sweat for three hours. We saw something. So at that point in time, I think our record would be at this Time's a ticking. And Brian. Dang. Yeah, I had them beating the, um, I didn't have them beating the Colts in opening day. I had them beating the Dolphins on Thursday Night Football and the Bengals. And... Okay, that's fair. It hasn't turned out. I, I, my expectations <laughs> for this season were low to begin with. I think a lot of people's were. Uh, I, I, I liked a lot. I thought the first six games were where they would make hay. Uh, we'll see what comes from there, but... Uh, I thought two and four, and, and if I got lucky, and uh, they, they won another one, three and three was the high water mark. All righty, John Osier, what do you got? Yeah, this, this terrifies me because Brian and I are on the same page. Three and three, and three and three was a hope, and two and four was what I figured. And I was with Brian. I, I mean, nobody thought they'd beat the Colts. I thought somewhere you might get Lions, you know, the, in this last five, you, you know, had I known the Texans would start off struggling, I might have picked that. But I thought maybe uh, three and three is high watermark and two and four. And, you know, now, uh, guess what, Shalane, the uh, schedule gets tough now. So buckle up, Shalane. Indeed, it does. Three and three as well, being the Dolphins, Bengals, and Lions. That it did not plan at the least. All right, fellas, last Wednesday show before the bye, only have a Monday show, bye week. What are you going to do on your bye week? Any vacations? Brian, are you going to the mountains? John, are you mowing your grass? Because I'm assuming what your answer is going to be. Doing adult man things, as you like to say. What are you going to do this week? Because it's next week. You'll change. Oh, Question mark, Brian. Well, I mean, we, we're working from home. Been home for seven months. There's nothing to paint. Everything's clean. Um, you know, kids have football, high school football still, so can't leave town. Um, there's no scout trips next week. I, I don't know. 
I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I hope you get a few if that's the case. John? Well, Schlin, as you mentioned, I will be doing manly things. I'll probably, I'll probably trim the beard, uh, comb the beard. What? And then do some uh, chores around the house. So manly, manly, manly. You two are an exciting bunch, but I'm not much more exciting either. I said sleep because I am now I'm on my third cup of coffee this morning, and that's extremely unhealthy. So I'm going to take lots of naps. I'll be very excited for it. All right, so when we come back, some ozone snapshot here on Jaguar's drive time. But first, Fair and Fair reminds you to continue to wear a mask. Help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Fair and Fair protecting you and your family since 1979. With over 100 years of experience, Duval Motor Company knows experience counts, both on the field and under the hood. That's why all of their service departments are staffed by certified professionals who take pride in servicing any make and model, not just the vehicles they sell. Keeping your vehicles on the road is what drives Duval Motor Company. They know how much you depend on your car, and you can depend on them to put service first. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com. Hey Jacksonville, this is Joe Adib from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. Oi. Bonjour. Xin chào. Dobry deň. Keep finansát kon. Como te podemos ayudar? If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. Nechna hon lelkel. Ici, pour vous. Aquí, para todos. Here for all. Jackson. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And at Deco, visit adecousa.com. This season, the Jaguars are launching predictive gaming exclusively in the Jaguars mobile app. Choose a bingo card, pick your favorite three players, and place wagers to win prizes. Check the games out in the mobile app now. Back on Jags Drive Time, and we're going to Pittsburgh. Hey, John, what's up? Are the Jags going to play some other rookies so they can get some experience? Well, this is sort of the annual question when you are one in whatever going into October, November. It's, it's harder than just doing that for a couple of reasons. First of all, a lot of the rookies that you would want to see are playing. Second of all, you don't want to overload with rookies because if you overload with rookies when guys aren't ready to play, it hurts everybody so much that you can't get the evaluation right. Ben Barch, for example, on, uh, on Sunday struggled a little mm -hmm. bit because 
he wasn't quite ready to be in there. So as a result, the offensive line did not play as well as it could have. You get sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy when you play too many rookies. So I think as time goes on, you'll see some. But usually, Brian, that happens without teams trying. You get injured in the NFL. Young players on rosters usually wind up playing. Well, there's only a couple of guys who really haven't played. One is the quarterback, Jake Luton, and that's an entirely different conversation. Uh, we haven't seen Josiah Scott, the young nickelback, the kid from Michigan State. So maybe we see him. Maybe Shaquille Quarterman gets into the game. I I'm with you. I mean, that's how you tank for Trevor is you just throw all the rookies in and you, you give yourself no chance to go and compete. And I think we just mentioned you've got the um, Packers, Steelers, Browns, Vikings, Titans, Colts. Um, you're, you're not going to give yourself a chance to compete and win any of those games if you just wholesale throw the entire rookie class out there. Um, by virtue of a long season, it's still a long season. There's 10 games left. Mm -hmm. You're going to end up seeing a lot of these guys by attrition. Injuries will open opportunities for them. You're going to see them before the season is out. But, I mean, unless you're wholesale tanking, uh, you're not just going to open the gates and let the rookies off the sidelines. Not quite yet. Ten games left. My goodness. Let's go to Alabama. Mark, what do you got for us? Offensive line was so supposed to be our strength this season. John, what happened? Well, it, uh, nothing happened. It, it has been the strength. <laughs> what happens is there's been a lot of sacks given up, and that is more on Minshew than it is the offensive line, I believe. Also, the other day, everybody's on the offensive line about the lack of running game. The lack of running game the other day was not on the offensive line. Brian alluded to it in his uh, top thing with Big Thing. The lack of running game is because Minshew is not throwing the ball downfield. The Lions were playing bare defense, which is eight in the box. They're bringing another safety up. No offensive line. The seven blocks of granite wouldn't be running against that sort of front. The offensive line is fine. The quarterback has to play better. That's my thing. You're so right, John. So many of Minshew's completions are short, which allows that bare defense to be even more effective against them. Hey, look, if you look at the sacks and the pressures that the offensive line has given up, and I, don't, I haven't done this, but I would, I would wager with you that the predominant number of those were in the fourth quarter. When the Jaguars are behind, and Gardner's on his way to throwing the ball 40 times or more. I, you, you can't ask any offensive line to hold up and hold the pocket firm when you're in that situation. I think the offensive line has been a strength. I shudder to think of what it would look like if the offensive line had been an utter weakness. I mean, it's, whoa, that would look really bad. The offensive line gave them a chance to be in some ball games. Uh, they provided good protection when they were balanced, and that's all you can ask. That would not be pretty, to say the least, if the offensive line was not a strength this season. And that is Ozone Snapshot when we come back. Some closing thoughts here on Jags Drive Time. Hey, Jags fans, we all know Duval is a big place, and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks, 
Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at ViStar, we believe in better especially in helping build a better financial future for our members so we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up we've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates saving members more than a million dollars this year in addition to the millions we save them every year if you believe that saving money is better join vistar we never forget that it's your money all loans subject to approval insured by ncua Back on Jags Drive Time, Wednesday morning, brought to you by Duval Motor Company. Get ready for Doug Marone press conference at 9 o'clock on Jaguars.com Live. We have Gardner Minshew after practice. We have Juwan Taylor on Instagram Live later on this afternoon. And then tomorrow, we're back taking a deep dive into the Chargers game on Sunday. We will see you here tomorrow, 9 o'clock. See you then.